eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter by the qualities that are most important to you. Then book free 15-minute consultations with any therapist you're interested in seeing. And because 95% of therapists at Alma accept insurance, you can find care that's affordable too. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com slash therapy30 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com slash therapy30. It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the 49ers Webs and No Huddle Podcast. I'm Zane Nackby. We've got Brian Rennick and Al Sacco and another victory podcast. And it's funny, guys, we were talking about this before the show. I just happened to open like the victory podcast, right? So this, should I just open the rest of them throughout the rest of the year, right? Like we won't know until like afterwards, right? But I should just do we'll this, schedule right? it. We'll schedule you to open up <laughs> after the game. Hopefully, and, and hopefully that. Hopefully just the scheduling uh, gets to the football gods ears, right? <laughs> exactly, right? And then we just go undefeated the rest of the year. And then the Niners uh, just have those two losses. And uh, happily ever after, we hope we hoist the sixth Lombardi trophy. You're welcome, 49ers fans, right? So anyways, before we start, guys, I, you know, Al and I have been doing this for a long time. We've been doing this for six years now. And, and Al, like, this is one of the longest podcasts that's been out there. Uh, you know, we remember better rivals, Oscar and those guys. They kind of inspired us to kind of step in here and, you know, over the years, we've had a lot of people help out. You know, um, Levin and Stats came in and, and hosted for a year while you were out, Al and Brian now coming in. And, you know, from behind the scenes doing all the work that you did to now being in front of the camera, you know, it's been awesome to, you know, have this short time with you. And I hope that this can be like a forever sort of thing, right, for us to, to this trio here. But, you know, there is there is a big announcement that we kind of want to make uh, to our listeners and to our audience. Uh, and, and it's kind of a big deal for us. And some of you may have noticed if you're watching on YouTube, the little uh, Odyssey icon in the corner. And um, that's because we partnered with Odyssey, who is the second largest radio station, uh, radio company in the U.S. that owns almost 300 radio stations, including 95.7 The Game, which is local to the Bay Area. And it's going to be a, a big sort of leap for us in, in the type of content that we can bring you and the exposure and hopefully what we can do into the future. And, you know, this is just, I'm super excited about this guys. It's, it's a big deal for our show. Yeah. It's a super cool opportunity. You know, Odyssey is, is trying to get into uh, the podcast game. And so they have, 
an NFL network of podcasts covering the NFL teams, and we are their 49ers podcast. Your 49ers web zone no huddle podcast is Odyssey's 49ers podcast. And so super pumped about the uh, the opportunity and really excited to partner with Odyssey and and see where it takes us. It's uh, the, the sky's the limit, right? Here we go. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, it's been a fun run. It's been a long run. I think we've kind of, you know, stood the test of time in a lot of ways. Um, and so, yeah, it's cool. I'm excited. Excited for the future. You know what else I, I love, guys? Or excited for or whatever. Just to, this defense? Oh, let's segue. I love the defense. And look, I'm a little bit old school, right? So, like, offense is great. And I love winning games 35 to whatever. I love when your defense goes out there and you just know they're going to just – nothing's happening. It doesn't matter what you do. They're not doing anything. And that's what I feel with this defense right now. Listen, week four, and I don't want to hear, well, they haven't played anybody or they've had an easy schedule. You play who's on your schedule. Okay. That's the bottom line. This team is first in points allowed with 46 and the defense is only allowed 37 of those. First in yards per play at 3.8, which is insane. Um, First in yards per rush at 2.9. First in yards per, I'm sorry, third in yards per attempt at 5.9. 29 tackles for loss. That's first. 15 sacks, second. 983 total yards. That's tied for first. They've only given up two passing TDs. That's the fewest in the league. Only two rushing TDs. That's the second fewest. And their scoring percentage is 18.2 against them, which is first. This defense is absolutely dominating right now and is carrying this team. And it's I, I love it. Like I said, it, it gets me pumped up. I love when I'm watching the games and I'm seeing the quarterbacks look shook. It's been great. And this team can go very far this year because of that unit. Yeah, they're also allowing 0.87 points per drive, which is the lowest number since 1970. So again, just a historic start to the season for a defense that we were we were excited about prior to the season starting you know this this was a team where we said hey the, the defense is going to lead the way i just don't know that i anticipated it anticipated it leading the way just to the extent that it has so far through these first four games and i tweeted out last night i am i am juiced to see this 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 defense go against that chiefs offense in 3 weeks uh, you know, it's, I, I just, I, I want full health for both teams and I just want to see, right. The, the, the two best, arguably the two best, uh, squads on either side of the ball defensively, you've got the 49ers offensively, you've got the chiefs. Uh, I think that's going to be, uh, quite the, uh, quite the extravaganza, if you will. And I'm excited about it. I feel like this is the best 49ers defense that we may have possibly ever seen and that's not to discount like the the super bowl defenses and you know 84 was a very very good team and obviously that 89 team was it was a fantastic team but in terms of just one unit i feel like the best at least in my lifetime best defense i saw was in 1995 when pete carroll was running the defense and they were number number one league and points and and yards a lot i believe and that was the best defense that i had seen the 49ers have and i feel like this defense is probably better and and the reason why i say that is because it's really hard to have a good defense in today's NFL. It's really hard to play defense in today's NFL with the way that it's officiated, with the way that it's slanted towards passing and the game is slanted towards scoring points. Like it's very hard to have a good defense in the Niners and D'Amico Ryan's like, I will venture out to say that the, that the best coach right now on the coaching staff of the 49ers is D'Amico Ryan's with the job that he's been able to do with that unit. Unbelievable job. There's, 
been virtually no drop off from Robert Sala to D'Amico Ryan's. I'd argue that they're better under D'Amico Ryan's. Yeah. And with mm-hmm. that being oh, said, like yep. they they put in two back to back like all time performances against really good quarterbacks. Like what they did last week against Russell Wilson was an all time performance, even in a loss. And what they did last night against Matthew Stafford and the defending Super Bowl champs with Cooper Cup, with all the weapons on offense, with Allen Robinson, who hasn't performed, but with all the weapons that they have on offense, Tyler Higby, and they absolutely bottled them up. Unbelievable performance again. And on top of that, they scored seven points too with the Hufunga pick, which we'll get into in a little bit. Yeah, I think I want to highlight three guys, and there's been so many players who have been good. Fred Warner, you know, Drake Greenlaw had good games. Just so many players that have been really good. But the three guys I, I want to highlight, Traverius Ward, who we know what E-Man is. E-Man to me is one of the most underrated corners, if not the most underrated corner in the league. And bringing Ward in has given them two really lockdown corners and just made this defense all the much better. So he's sort of elevated their game. Nick Bosa, who is just out of his mind right now, he has six sacks. The guy's on pace for, what, 25 sacks? Something ridiculous. He had 16 QB hits. The next closest player has nine, and he's tied for third in tackles for loss with three. He's a beast. I think he's sort of, you know, the straw straw that stirs the drink. I think he's just the most important player on this team. I really believe that. I think he's that good. Um, The other guy is Ufunga who, look, he has a huge pick six, and this guy has been nothing short of unbelievable. He's been an all-pro to me through the first four games. And it's not only – it's his intangibles, right? Like, he has kind of an instinct for the game, it kind of feels like. He's just been absolutely fantastic. He's made a huge difference. And here's a stat that I put out today. Um, I'll tell you a little bit more about the stat. But Hufunga has two interceptions and four passes defended in four games this season. He has four tackles for loss, and he's the only secondary player to have more than four tackles. So Jaquaski Tart, who I think is a very good player, I've always said on the show he's a very underrated player, he had four interceptions in seven seasons, and his career high was four passes defended. So that's a, a huge upgrade in terms of ball skills there that you're seeing at that position. Now, Tart apparently saw that tweet today, and I don't know if he took it very well because um, he quoted it, and I actually I did not mean it as a knock on him. I think he's a good player. I'm just comparing the two, and it is. It's, it's an upgrade in terms of ball skills. But I sent Jaquaski a, a, a DM and apologized to him. I don't know if he's going to answer me back. <laughs> but I didn't mean it as a knock to him. But you know, there you go, Al. Just start stirring stuff up, pissing players off left and right, <laughs> just pissing them off. But no, he, Tara was a terrific player. I always thought. I thought he was very underrated. If he doesn't make that tackle against Green Bay, they're not even in the NFC Championship game. But and Jimmy no. Ward too, great player, but there's not a lot of turnovers with that unit. And that's something that we always said in the past, if they could turn the ball over a little bit more. And right now we're seeing that with Ufunga and we're seeing that it is making a difference with the, with the two interceptions and the pick six. And if they have sort of a ball hawk guy like that back there, it does change the dynamic of the defense. And I think we're kind of seeing that right now though. So those three guys to me are players that are, I really think are playing at, at a very, very high level for this defense. Yeah. It's, it's kind of hard to process really just how dominant this defense has been. I know we threw out a bunch of numbers that, uh, you know, earlier, earlier on and, and uh, Jeff Dini, who, who works for PFF and, and, and tweets about the 49ers. uh, Nick Bosa had 14 pressures against the Rams uh, last night. The Los Angeles Rams as a team had five against the 49ers. So Nick Bosa had almost three times as many pressures as the entire Rams defense. Uh, not only that, but Bosa currently leads the NFL. Now, again, these are PFF numbers, so 
different different organizations have different numbers, but uh, as PFF charts it, uh, Bosa leads the NFL with 30 quarterback pressures. The next is Micah Parsons with 22. So he has eight more pressures than the next closest guy. Um, he also leads the lead in the league in sacks, like you said, Al. Uh, his pass rush productivity rating is 15.5. His pass rush win rate is 29.3. And his pressure rate, this is absurd. His pressure rate is 25.9. So for wow. every four, uh, every four rushes, he is he's pressuring the quarterback. Like it's just it's unbelievable what he's doing, and it's almost like, well, yeah, that's what Nick Bosa does. Like it just feels like even as a fan, I'm just like, yeah, I mean, for sure. Like I expected that, right? Like this is what Nick Bosa does, and so it's bonkers to me. And, and like you said, uh, Hufunga is is the other one where it's. You know, arguably the 49ers have two defensive player of the year candidates through the first four games, uh, one being Bosa and two being Hufunga. And not only that, but uh, as PFF rates it, uh, the 49ers have two of the top five rated safeties in the NFL and Tayshawn Gibson and Talano Hufunga, Hufunga being number one. So they don't even have Jimmy Ward, who is arguably their stalwart in the secondary. And here's Tayshawn Gibson who comes in and now he's the third ranked safety in the NFL and his running mate, Talano Hufanga is first. So again, what this defense is doing, it's just, it, I don't want to say it defies reason because there's a lot of talent on that side of the ball, but you also look at it and you go Talano, Talano Hufanga fifth round Charvarius Ward undrafted free agent, Emmanuel Mosley, undrafted free agent dre greenlaw fifth round fred warner third round right bosa first second overall eric armstead first right kinlaw first so on that d line you've got more of it but they they are they have they have filled out this team with a lot of players that they drafted and that they drafted in later rounds and it's it's just incredibly impressive to me and if you want to extend that aziz al shair undrafted free agent mm-hmm. also and- true He's yep. been fantastic as well. I hope he gets yep. better soon. But to that point, so I'm looking. I'm looking at what it's going to look like now because the the practice windows for both Jason Verrett and Jimmy Ward have opened up as of this week. So the Niners had the luxury of easing those guys back in, and and we'll get to more of that in the coming weeks in our preview shows. But they just have like a stupid wealth of talent right now on the defensive side. Right? It's it's comical how good they are right now. And I think that, like you guys said, the the leap that Hufanga made, I feel like for a lot of guys, like it just takes one big play to kind of give them that confidence to understand that they could play at a high level at this level in the NFL. And I really feel like Hufanga was kind of teetering on that all of last year. And that that blocked punt for touchdown that they had in Green Bay in the playoffs that won them that game, I think that that was essentially, well, I mean, it tied the game at the time, but they they won in large part because of that. I think that that was kind of the jumping off point for Hufanga that, that really that kind of put him on the map and he's kind of carried that momentum up into this, this year. And you've seen that huge leap from him from year to year. And I think that it's, it's rare, but it's awesome. I think that, and I tweeted out that this is, this is the next superstar safety in the NFL and he wears number 20, 29 red and gold. He's the next superstar in the NFL. The way he plays balls out all the time. You know, that's something that inspires the rest of the defense. And he, him and Debo right now are my two favorite players on the 49ers because of the way that they both play. And we'll get to, we'll get to Debo in a little bit. But, guys, I, I had a thought about when Jimmy Ward comes back. And because Al Shair is, is kind of a longest-term injury 
that he'll be missing several weeks, several more weeks. And then after that, he'll need practice time to get caught up. The thought entered my mind that they could possibly have Hufunga play in the box, like play with three safeties, play Ward at his natural position and Gibson at his natural position and just have Hufunga in the box, just as almost like a hybrid linebacker as well. They, because he was, plays they, in there they, anyways. They played all 74 defensive snaps in nickel last night. Exactly. All 74 of them. They were in nickel last night. So yep. definitely could be uh, an option for sure. Right, exactly. And the other option is, I mean, I, you know, there's one guy that's just been an unsung hero. There's actually two guys. They kind of split time in the slot. Uh, Diameter Lenore did a fantastic job last night. I know Cooper mm-hmm. Cup had like 12 catches, but for the most part, they bottled him up. No right? touchdowns. No touchdowns. And, uh, you know, before him, Womack had, had, was fantastic as well. So that slot corner position, we thought that when when K1 Williams left, that would be a big hole. And it's been just so airtight. And I think that another option you could have is, you could put Jimmy Ward down into the slot where he has played before at times, right? So I think the versatility of this defense, the rich are only getting richer. Armstead went out with an injury last night with the plantar fasciitis of his foot. That might be something that we're looking at. But, I mean, just the depth on this D-line. Samson Ebukam had two sacks in the game, the game-clinching sack on the fumble. Revenge game. Hassan Ridgeway had a sack. Like, just unbelievable performance by the defense. That's seven sacks last night. Unbelievable. Yeah, Cobb had two. Ebukam had two. Yeah, Cop had 14 yeah. catches for 120 some odd yards. I know that because I needed a miracle to win my fantasy matchup. And guess what? You got it. <laughs> I'll take 14 catches in the Niners. Is that PPR? Is that a, is that oh, a yeah, PPR? Yeah, PPR? All right, there you go. Yeah, there you I, go. Was, I, I was pretty happy. I was like, yeah, keep getting those six yards. <laughs> sure. Don't ever score. And it was great. Dude, was he great was targeted night. 19 yeah, times last night, guys. 19. Yeah. The Rams don't have anything else right now. Anything I mean, else. <laughs> like their next weapon. Allen Robinson has been a huge disappointment. And this Rams team doesn't look good right now. The offensive line isn't good. Um, they're not, I don't think they're really scaring anybody at the moment. It's a long season, but you know, things are looking up in that NFC West now for the Niners for sure. Cause I don't know how much competition there's going to be, to be honest with you. Well, and that, that Rams team really is, is built in the model of stars and scrubs, right? Like they've got five guys that they're paying a boatload of money to Stafford, Cup, Donald, Ramsey. It was just four, right? But mm-hmm. a lot of money going to those four guys. And you see it. You see where it is affecting them. Oh, there's a lot of money going to Allen Robinson, too, who, by the way, should probably be arrested for stealing because he has done nothing. And I know that because I have a lot of stock in him in fantasy, and he's done literally nothing for me. So, uh, but I tweeted out earlier, I'm like, are we not to take away from this victory? Cause it is a huge victory. This is a huge victory. Uh, the seventh straight time that they've beaten the Rams in, in the regular season, Jimmy Garoppolo and Kyle Shanahan as a duo have faced the Rams nine times and they are eight and one. And the only time that the Rams have beat them is when Jimmy Garoppolo had a thumb injury and a shoulder injury that later required off season surgery. So the only time that the Rams have beat Kyle Shanahan and Jimmy Garoppolo is when Jimmy Garoppolo was injured. That is ownage. Own that. I mean, I know that that came in the NFC Championship game, but there's some context there, right? That is ownage, just absolute ownage, and it just it makes you wonder: is is this going to be? Because we we go down to SoFi, right? Levi South. I got boy, boy, did I get in some uh, Twitter tuffles with uh, with some Rams Rams fans that tried to 
say that Levi's was SoFi North. And I was like, I'm not, I'm not, out of not on my Come timeline. On. But <laughs> four weeks from now, right? We face them again. Are they going to be any better? Are they going to be more healthy on the offensive line? I'm not sure. I don't, I, not that I'm aware of. Are they going to have more pass catchers? What resources do they have to get those, right? Can, I mean, they could trade another first round pick away. Obviously, they don't care about those, but it just feels like this was the moment where the 49ers go, all right, this division is ours. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 